Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Not good for the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about that, how it affected the Colts' bid for a playoff berth, and what the Colts need to do to be more successful in the playoffs. And the Manning brothers had something to say about that last night, indirectly, talking about the Cleveland Browns. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, January 4th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best in the world at what he does. He is a wonderful dentist. 317-849-2933 is the number. Hit subscribe. Button's down there someplace. Hit like. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Steelers won last night. Big Ben Swan song at Heinz Field. Great. Steelers win 24-14. Big Ben last night, 24-46 for 123. Wow. That is really not efficient in the passing game. And the Manning brothers all night last night, Peyton and Eli, were making fun of the Steelers for running two-yard outs constantly, and that's just what they do. I mean, that's that's who the Steelers are at this point. And that's kind of who the Colts are a little bit, and we'll talk about that in a, in a second. But here's what needs to happen now, because the Steelers won, in order for the Colts to get to the playoffs, if they go to Jacksonville and lay an egg. If they win, they're in. We know that. But if they lose, look, because of last night's game and that Steelers win, the Colts' likelihood of going to the playoffs with a loss dropped from 40% to 15%. So, here's what needs to happen. The Chargers need to beat the Raiders. Miami needs to beat... uh, Uh, the Patriots, and the Ravens need to beat uh, the Steelers. There you go. According to 538.com, those three things happen. Bing, bang, bong. Colts, they're in. All right? All they got to do is win. Let's face it. If they don't win, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. If you can't go down to Jacksonville and beat the Jaguars' ass, worst team in the National Football League in a lot of metrics. You have really got a problem, and you are really unlikely 
to be able to go into Buffalo or go into Cincinnati, go into Tennessee, go into New England, and put up a win in the opening round of the playoffs, in that wild card round. If you can't go to Jacksonville and get that W, you got no, no way to lay claim to a playoff berth regardless of what happens this season. What do the Colts need? in order to make a long run in the playoffs. What do they need to do? The Mannings talked about it last night, Peyton especially. What were the Browns doing pulling Nick Chubb out of the game in the fourth quarter with the game on the line? He's your best offensive player. And all I could think in my head, the echoes of me yelling at the TV every single Sunday or Saturday or Monday or Thursday whenever the Colts are playing And in high-leverage situations, off the field comes Jonathan Taylor in favor of Naheem Hines. No no lack of love for Naheem Hines. I love Naheem Hines. Great guy, really good running back, a Darren Sproles-type guy. He's a, a gadget, right? He does things really, really well. No problem having him on the field. But why in the world would you take the most valuable player in the NFL off the field when you need him most. It's like saying, you know what? High leverage situation. Let's get Wentz the hell out of there and have Ellinger run this play. How does that make any sense? It doesn't, or or with the Steelers. You know, get Ben out of there. We don't need Ben. We need Mason Rudolph right here. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Why would you take your best player in the field goal drive? Right at the end of the game, field goal that tied the game for the Colts, left too much time on the clock, although the Colts did a great job of draining clock, left way too much time, Browns go down, they get the game-winning score. You, you run Taylor on first down, then you pull him out of the game, and you throw a, uh, a kind of a, a screen-ish type pass to Naheem Hines left, and then a, a, a pass to Naheem right. Why? Why would you give the ball to a lesser player than the one you got? It made no sense to me. You don't even have him on the field as like a decoy. The team's scheme, obviously, against Jonathan Taylor. So why would you pull him from the game? That makes no sense at all. And, and I could hear in Peyton's voice, Peyton's thinking about the Colts. You know, Colts do the same thing. Brown's taking out Chubb. Colts take out Taylor. Why? What are you doing? Uh, Another thing that the Colts need to do, you know, and and by the way, sometimes the simple answer is the best one. And the simple answer for the Colts is Jonathan Taylor. Simple, best. Clever gets you beat. Um, Pressure on quarterbacks. You got to be able to get pressure on quarterbacks. 32 sacks. This year for the Colts. The teams that rank behind the Colts in sacks right now are the Giants, the Texans. How many things do you want to have in common with the Giants and the Texans? The Chiefs, not bad, right? Seattle, the Eagles, the Jaguars, the Lions, and Atlanta. For God's sake, you've got to get this fixed. And I know Chris Ballard tried in in the draft to go get some guys who could be dynamic and get after the quarterback in Quiddy Pay and Dio Odangbo. It takes a while for those guys to develop, and you need pressure on the quarterback right to hell now. 
And, and that is a key if you are going to win in the playoffs. You've got to speed up the clock of these quarterbacks or they're going to kill you. You're going to play against the best quarterbacks in the NFL come playoff time. Guys who, given two and a half, three seconds in the pocket, are going to slice you up. They're going to surgically disembowel you offensively. And you've you got to get pressure on them in order for the game to fall your way. So hopefully, the Colts can do that. And if you can't get it with four, get it with five. And if you can't get it with five, get it with six. Because without pressure, it doesn't matter how many guys you got in the defensive backfield, you're going to get sliced up. Um, You need... uh, The pass offense has got to become more dynamic. You need a pass offense. And, and, you know, Roethlisberger aside last night, who really made, uh, you know, made Wentz look dynamic by comparison last night in that game against the Browns. The Colts are 17th in completed air yards per attempt. That uh, The top five in that category, and this is why I bring it up, they're all playoff teams. You're 18th in yards after catch per completion. Uh, again, top five in that category or playoff team. So it is a bellwether to success in the National Football League. Air yards per attempt, run at, or yards after the catch per completion. Those are really, really important metrics. And the Colts are not dynamic at all in either. And that's a problem. Either you've got to be great after the catch or you got to get air under the ball and throw it downfield a little bit. And the Colts don't do either of those things. You've got to be able to stretch a defense. Do they have the weapons to be able to do it? Are they trying to protect Carson Wentz and put him in an environment where he's not going to throw a lot of interceptions and get you beat? Are, are, they, are they hedging their bets a little bit with Carson Wentz to the detriment of this offense? Do they need to push more chips on the table offensively? Look. Jonathan Taylor is the thing that makes this thing go, right? That's what he is. Against the Raiders, 5.2 yards per carry, but only 20 carries. You, you, can't, you can't stand in the middle. It's kind of like that scene in It's a Wonderful Life. You know, you've got the gym floor that parts and opens into a pool. It's kind of like Frank Reich has both his feet on either side of the pool and, and he wants to be on, on both sides, but what he's going to wind up is wet. He's not running Jonathan Taylor enough, and he's not aggressive enough in the passing game in order for this offense to be as effective as it needs to be or needed to be against the Raiders. And let's face this. Look, we know this, that when a team loses, it's the coach's fault. When things don't go good, it's about the coach. Fourth and one, you know, a questionable kind of go, which Reich hasn't had in a while, that failed. When it goes well, it's, wow, Jonathan Taylor, did you see how he pushed Carson Wentz through and, and got him to that first down? Did you see Wentz kind of bury his head, his face, into Quentin Nelson's dupa and, and run right through the hole that he creates and get that first down? It's never, yay, Frank Reich. When they don't get the first down, it's like, boo, Frank Reich, he's terrible. What's he doing going for it? 
This is what fans do. So the Colts win three, lose one, win another three, lose one. They're six and two over their last eight games. And we're kind of crapping on Reich because of that loss against the Raiders. That's borderline unreasonable, right? But in the playoffs, you get one bite at the apple. That's it. If you can't win that game, you go home. And right now, Frank Reich's postseason record is one and two. And that's a little bit justifiable right now because he's been dealt a hand with a different quarterback every single season. And we get it. But they got to get better offensively. They have to get less smart and more good. Uh, Purdue lost last night this run of, of poor performances for Central Indiana sports teams has got to end immediately and hopefully tonight. Purdue loses to Wisconsin 74-69. Johnny Davis was unbelievable. I watched, and my God, 37 points, 14 rebounds. He was absolutely unreal for the Badgers last night. Purdue, they lose. You know what? Wisconsin is showing everybody that there are different ways to win games in the Big Ten, right? You don't need to be the most talented team. Wisconsin's not. Johnny Davis is awesome and looked like, to me, the Big Ten Player of the Year, right? I mean, it was just incredible, and Purdue couldn't stop him. Even late, when they needed to stop him, you know they're keying on Davis. They couldn't get the stop. Zach Eady last night, how about Zach Eady, 24 points in 20 minutes, gets called for elbows, because he raises his elbow, he's 7'4", he's going to hit guys in the head. He'd have to, like, squinch down and elbow guys to hit him in the chest in clear space. Hey, what are you going to do if you're Zach Eady? It's, you know, the curse of being 7'4", I guess. Anyway, uh, Purdue gets the loss last night at Mackey Arena. How about Sasha Stefanovic in the first half? admonishing the crowd, telling them in no uncertain terms and quite profane terms to wake up. Telling the crowd to wake up. You know what? How about you wake up? How about hit some shots? And then maybe the crowd does something. The crowd responds to you. They're they're not going to, you know, gather themselves and say, hey, we got to get Sasha over the hump. That's not the way it works. (laughs) What are you doing? At any rate, uh, Purdue with the loss. You got Butler tonight at Henkel against Seton Hall. Seton Hall's lost the last two. Those two were against Villanova and Providence. We'll see what happens tonight. Butler right now 8-4, 1-0 in Big East play. Can Butler get the win over Seton Hall? Seton Hall's one of those teams when they get off the bus, you say, whoo, we're in for a long night. Uh, Pacers tonight, 7-30 at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. Kind of Lance Stevenson coming home. I think it's great. Bally Sports. Uh, so we got Chris and Quinn on the call. Uh, the Knicks' first home game after a four-game road trip, usually kind of the last game of the road trip is the first game home. You know, it, teams are still a little bit kind of hungover and, and a little maybe a half-step slow. However, Pacers down a lot of guys because of COVID. That's the way it goes. Let's celebrate some... Uh, some birthdays. Got to end on a high note. You know, it, it, Colts are going to win against Jacksonville. Don't worry about it. Uh, Brent Wood, happy birthday. Sherry Borshoff, Gloria Gra- Graves, Paula Bradshaw, Amy Huser Buckley, the great Stacy Mio, 
selling, celebrating a birthday. The great Rob Nichols celebrating a birthday. Uh, if you're watching this at KentSterling.com, that doesn't happen without the great Rob Nichols. Uh, John Decker, happy birthday. Michael Jones, uh, Christy Corwin, Howard, or Pete Howard, one of them celebrating a birthday today. Michael Speaker, the great Billy Peebles, two-time reigning state champion at Cathedral High School as a football coach. And Lou Freed, it's happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Inside Indiana Sports Now, we're going to hear from the coordinators what they have to say about the Jacksonville Jaguars and kind of do a debrief on the Raiders game, see if they say anything interesting. You'll hear it here if they do. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.